What's up, everybody? Welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. You are tuned into episode, I think this episode four of Ball from Assembly Hall, brought to you by the good people at Amendment. At, uh, at New Amendment, I apologize. Um, here's my co-host, Derek. What's going on, bro? Talk to me a little bit. What you got going on this week? Man, I'll, it's a great yeah. week to be a Hoosier. It's a I tell you that, it's a great week to be a Hoosier. We had a great week last week, man. So, sure hey, it's did. a great week, baby. You, you... We used to say it's a great day. We had a good week this time. You feel me? Man, about time we start trending in the right direction. So You feel me? I'm ready to get into it whenever you are, baby. What you, what you got going this week, man? Talk to me a little bit. We're going to connect a little bit. What you got going uh, this week? How was your week last week? Man, week was good. Uh, you know, I think I told you a little bit. Parker's a little under the weather, but we got that figured out. So I'm getting a good night's sleep. Love that. But Oh, yeah. About time. Love that. Today, man, I'm dealing with a little weather, and I know the Wisconsin and Michigan people don't want to hear it, but eight inches of snow in the Carmel area is a, just a little different monster. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little, that's a little different, so man. So we're, uh, we're trying to weather the storm, and if I can get out of here a little early, I'm going to take Miss Parker to go do some sledding. Oh, okay. That'd be all right. That'd be all right yeah. right there. Ain't it, you know, that'd be pretty much fun. But, uh, man, I just got back in town, bro, from, from Portland. Uh, got back last night, man. I uh, was up there about a week and a half. So, you know, it was fun, man. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Jump right into it, D. What we got, baby? See, man. You need, we're gonna you, re- need, we're gonna... you need a credit card with some miles I need what? on it. <laughs> man, I need to get me one of them. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got I got some I got some flight miles now, D. Don't get it twisted. But we gonna... Man, I be up there a lot, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. No, no. I be back and forth, man. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Wifey ain't going to let me be gone too long. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. I ain't get gonna, that. Ain't gonna let me be gone too long. So we're gonna jump that. right into it, man. We're gonna recap last week's game. We're gonna jump into the X and O segment. Up first, we're gonna start with the Illinois game, man. Give me your takeaways, what you thought. <laughs> Shout out to you, Brad Underwood. I hope you hear this. I hope you <laughs> see my reaction. See what I've never seen a game plan in my life. And no offense. I'm just going to say it how it was. That was a terrible game plan by Brad Underwood. When it was, bro. When Trace Jackson it started Davis, off wrong, <laughs> playing one on one. What are you doing? What the fuck are you him? doing? <laughs> if Dane Danger can't stop him, let's put Coleman Hawkins on him to see if he can play him one on one. My man goes for thirty five plus, and there is no change at all. Bro, that's the easiest game. Like, like. <laughs> A one-on-one game? Y'all really let us do that? Bro, you've literally seen everybody doubling us, everybody making us struggle, and you, Illinois, you Brad Underwood think y'all just going to come and all of a sudden going to play one-on-one. Shit's not going to work, bro. <laughs> that dude, he's too good. There's a couple dudes, see what, that we played with. Matt Raw, Jordan Halls, you. When you saw a 2-3 zone, you licked your chops. When Trace, oh, Jackson, man, we love it. When Trace Jackson Davis sees one-on-one coverage, he is going to have a heyday, and he proved it. And thank God he proved it because a little bit of me, and I think Hoosier Nation can agree with me, that after a win, we go to Illinois, which we always know is going to be hostile. You know, a lot of people gave me shit. A lot of people on Twitter were saying this isn't really a rivalry. I actually think it is. I think, you know, with their student section, Assembly Hall, like it it has everything. I mean, we've had some some battles with them. We talked about our battle where we lost uh, when we were number one there. And so I think it's a, a, a decent little rivalry. And so a little bit of me was nervous. And just yeah, of course, the, of course. I mean, we start off down 4-0 and then just mm-hmm. flip the switch. And 
Trace yeah, had it going. No doubt. Jalen necessarily didn't necessarily have it going for him, but I mean, when Trace is playing like that, you just got to get when out Trace of the way. Trace is playing man. like that. Just get out the way, and we can ride him. Um, they're gonna let us play one on one. We gonna we gonna. That's one thing I like about Woody, bro. He's from that NBA style. He runs this play, bro. Every time it's called turn five, where the where the guard just comes out and brushes the big a little bit, so so Trace can have a little easy easy post catch. And we're gonna run that. What I know about Woody, bro. The NBA, you are gonna run it over and over and over until you stop it, bro. Yep. So we literally ran that shit every night, even when they came out. Even when they came out in the second half, I thought they was going to switch it up. They still was one-on-one, bro. Still, you know, they made a little run. But shout out to our defense, man. Our defense came That's... ready to play. That was a big part of um of what we do. I think we get back. Derek, I really see, like, our kids starting to have fun a little bit, bro. Yeah. Um, And I think that was the main part, man. Like, like you know, you know how this thing goes. Sometimes you get so caught up in wins and losses that you forget to have fun with right. playing the game, man. I think we're getting our joy back playing the game, bro. Uh, everybody was happy for each other, man. And um, I think that was a big key to our success. No, man, that's huge. And, and that's the thing. Like when I was on the coaching staff, I used to tell these guys that Romeo was the big one. Romeo, I used to have a conversation with him during the game every time. He used to ask me questions of what he should be doing, where he should be at. And I said, Romeo, man, you just look like you're having a terrible time out there. Well, what should I do? You're right. Just smile, right. bro. Just go out there. You play basketball for a living. Like, this is your life, man. Mm -hmm. Go out there and have Mm -hmm. fun. This isn't life or death. I know it may seem like it when you're in the trenches like this. Right. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, man, it's basketball. This is what you know. This is what you love. Like, go out there and have some fun. And like like you said, man, after after you get the result you get from the Wisconsin game where the defense is just night and day, like... Mm-hmm. That carries over into Illinois. And Coach Queen used to always say that one thing when you're on the road is you, you the one thing you should remember to pack is your defense. That defense right. turns into offense. And as you saw, like defense or not, you know, Trace had his game and, and and that's amazing. But like you said, like it starts on the defensive end. And, I, you know, I got to take a step back here and even say, like, I give Miller Cop a lot of shit. I really do just because everybody hypes him up. And I really haven't seen that Miller Cop breakout game yet. But, man, right. against Illinois, he held Meyer to zero points. Yeah, I and mean, Brad Underwood talking about something he was sick in the press yeah, conference. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to hear that yeah, shit. I don't want to hear that I don't want to like, hear that shit. My man, in the last, my man in the last five games coming into Indiana was averaging 15 and a half points. Now, was he a little sick? Mm-hmm. Could have been. I don't know. Was it all Miller College? Could have been. It could have been. been. But I'm going to give but the kid who, the benefit of doubt because it just – you could see it. You could watch it. And, you know, sometimes I feel like Miller Cop just gets on these islands where he's just in a mismatch. This was a great matchup for him. I, I think Meyer could – you know, he can do a little more off the dribble. But I, Miller just seemed locked in the entire time. He made everything difficult for him. And the guy only putting up four shots, playing 24 minutes, having zero points, like that could have – that could have at the end of the day been – a big part of the reason why we got the win the way we did. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt about it. I think, bro, I think we're starting to find our identity now a little bit. Uh, and I think it's more, which, which it should have been, but I think we're more leaning toward it a lot now. It's more playing more inside out, like dominating the, dominating the paint. Right. Um, I know I know Woody wants to put an emphasis on that, but I think we're really starting to do that because we got Geronimo stepping up. He's gaining confidence, bro. I see his confidence yes. growing every day. Yes. Um, and like I said, I kind of felt like this could happen with race going down. Um, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's how sports work, bro. That's yeah. how you see great quarterbacks come. That's how you see, you know what I'm saying, players take off. 
Um, you know, injuries are part of the game. And sometimes when you when, when a player is injured, you have no choice but to step up. And Geronimo's doing that. I mean, they're asking Huge, more yes. from him. Uh, he's doing that, bro. And he's helping Trace down to dominate the paint. Along with the freshman kid, Malik Renew. He he's he's dominant. He's getting in there. He's sticking his nose in. Um, I think we're just finding our identity, bro, going forward. And I think it led over into the next game, which we're going to talk about, which I think it just it just transpired over there. Yeah, and that's the thing, like when when sticking with this Illinois script, like the, mm-hmm. the difference between early Geronimo and now is you can easily see the difference of how Geronimo is just letting the game come to heel. I, I think it's a defensive right. mindset. First, let your defense carry you into the offense. He's not forcing up any bad shots. He's shooting the open threes. Everybody knows he can hit them. But if you've got 20 seconds left in the shot clock and Geronimo shoots a three, that's not necessarily the shot that we want. But now it's like right. the game is just coming to him. He's he's super active on the boards. He's around the paint. And like you said with Malik, Man. like Malik right now, I think Malik is kind of – because you can kind of tell a little difference with them and, and you can see his emotions on his face where he's a little frustrated right now. But I think Malik needs to understand who he's playing behind. And, right, you, for you sure. know, if, when Trace goes out there and puts up 35 and, and then goes in against Michigan State and has 30, like, Malik, we don't really it need just, to That's not easy. Yeah. Bro, that's know? not easy to do. It, you, you, I understand, like, you're left-handed like Trace, but, but bro, it's coming. It's going to come. It's going to come with time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. just be patient, bro. You're doing your part. Keep getting on the glass. Keep giving us that – that spark we need off the bench, bro. And I think, like I said, we held them to over oh, fifty-four to thirty-two in the paint on yeah. points. Sure. So, man, I think we, I think we, I think we're finding our identity, bro. Real talking, I think we're starting to hit our stride a little bit. I knew, I knew, like us getting that ranking off our back. Sometimes, you know, that'll help us, bro. Like sometimes, I told you, I don't really like the ranking part. Like, let's go be the hunter instead of being the hunted. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? I think that worked. I think that mentality worked out for us uh, this week. And even with that, see, it's like what Coach Cream used to say to us. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was my junior year because my senior year we had a rolling. But junior year, we kind of, you know, we had some big wins. And then we lost some games that we should have won, uh, shot a lot of threes. Right. Coach Cream, uh, damn near for a week straight, we had practices where if Cody didn't touch it in the post and played out of it, the, the basket didn't count mm-hmm. in practice. I, I'll never forget right. where, where Coach mm-hmm. said, let's go where the bread is buttered. And that's exactly what these mm-hmm. guys are doing right now. Just because Trace touches it every time doesn't mean he has to score. But when Trace touches it, everybody pays attention to it, which gets right, you open right. shots no, with Sleeve no and Michigan it. State. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're going to – might as well, Dig, we're talking about Coach Crane, and I see the assembly call was asking us a little bit about, about what Coach did to get us over the hump. Um, and I'm going to let you start on that a little bit. Uh, you got your – I'm saying you, you obviously man. got your, your take on it on what yeah, he did. Man. Besides – obviously besides, besides the natural, which is adding better pieces around us. You know what I'm saying? Cody Cody was a, a main part of that, bro, because we had somebody that actually could – we could just throw it in. I think we had enough guys around that could make shots to, to where it allowed Cody to be Cody. Um, it allowed them not to double so much just because we had so many people that can make different shots from, from – from the three, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. we was a, a unique team, and I think um, that's what people don't understand. But talk about a little bit about what you thought we that Coach Cream did to get us over the hump. Yeah, so first I want to say shout-out to Assembly Call. Um, you know, this mm-hmm. is what we kind of wanted to come from this podcast is we don't want it to necessarily be Christian and I just up here talking sports because, you know, Indiana faithful, they know their basketball. So Assembly Call right. reached out to us on Twitter and, you know, see what 205, D Soul 32 or our Twitter handle. If you guys mm-hmm. have any questions, please reach out. 
But Assembly Call reached out to us and said, we so often hear Woody talk about getting guys over the hump. Besides the obvious, mm-hmm. which C just mentioned, adding Cody, what did Tom Crean right. do to help you get over the hump and make the huge leap in 2011 and 12? And I'm going to let you chime in a little bit, C, but my perspective mm-hmm. on it was it was just it was repetition after repetition after repetition. The guards did the the guards, I should say, the bigs did the guards workout. The guards were I mean, they had 20 managers on the floor at one point. You had to make an assist. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, a guy like me, a guy like you, when we're running in the four spot and we're coming off screens and we got to get the ball underneath. If a guy like Santa would knock the ball away, you, you redid it. You redid it until Coach Cream no was happy it. with it. So it was just repetition mm-hmm. after repetition after repetition. And, and like he said, we added Cody. Victor got better. Will was starting to really come on. You, me, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were so dedicated to the gym. But when it was Man, go, we were. It, when it was go time with the coaches for an individual workout or for practice, if it was not perfect, almost to the point where it was very, very annoying and it would piss you off mm-hmm. to no other. But if he didn't like it, you did it again. And there were times guys were in lines 10, 11, 12 times because they couldn't get the move no right. And Coach Green always emphasized left, right, if you were a right-handed shooter. And if that didn't look clean and pure, you redid it. And like right. once you get those repetitions so many times in practice – we used to always say the game day was an off day for us because you didn't oh, have man. to go through those. the bullshit. You didn't have to go through the mm-hmm. bullshit anymore in practice. So for right. me and what I saw, it was just repetition after repetition. And, I, and you chime in with what you right. saw. What I thought was, bro, as, as we get as we got older, um, <clears throat> I think guys got better. I think Coach Crean did a great job at creating a, a competitive atmosphere every day. Yes. Um, Guys were guys, you know, we got better. So guys wanted playing time. I remember, you know, Victor was my roommate. I remember, you know, him, his junior year, him not knowing if he going to start comparing to Will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just just, just different type of battles. You know what I'm saying? Cody was, Tom was, was playing Cody hard in practice every day. Like just an older guy that was just a little more physical that got him used to the Big Ten. And I think that created a culture of where we held each other accountable, but we also – um, it also made us better, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Competing like like iron sharpens iron. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like exactly. And we had that, and we had that culture, bro. And it forced us to get better, and it forced us to really lean on each other. You know what I'm saying? I think we 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 got to the point where we were sick of losing, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we were older. Um, I know I didn't want to go four years and be considered a loser like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think everybody just took accountability, bro. And I think it just made everything better. Like like. We like I I don't I tell everybody all the time like I don't think I've ever been close to a team the way we were you know what I'm saying just right. like we did everything together yes. you know what I'm saying not just on the court but off the court um, like you said like we said in the previous episode it became more so about the players than the coaches like we didn't really care about what the coaches thought about anything bro we we more so locked in on each other I think that that really got us over the hump um, I don't think it was no you know the coaches did what they did but. I think if it didn't, we could have bucked it. We could have, we could have went against it, um, and it wouldn't, and it wouldn't have worked. You know what I'm saying? But I think us stick sticking together and creating that culture, bro, that really helped us get over the hump. Tell you what, and, we'd um, be every, we'd everybody be, got better, bro. We'd be eight, nine, ten deep in the Chipotle, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. We had we had some battles in practice, bro. People didn't really, 
you know, we might not speak to each other at practice, but we're going to get back close. We might not, you know what I'm saying? We had some real deal battles in practice, bro. And I me think and that, you. Me and I you. I think, yeah. No, rebounding no drills, me and it, you bro. were always put at the horse, and it was not basketball. It was just tackle football. And man, that's, that's, that's what it was, bro. That's but what it, it was. It made us, man, it, it helped us. Um, looking back on it, bro, I know it, I know it had a pivotal piece in just our toughness and how we stayed together when, when things got tough, man. So shout out to Assembly Call for that um, for that question, bro. Absolutely. That was a big-time question. Absolutely. Um, we're going to move on a little bit to the next game, which was the Michigan State game, bro. Give me your take on it, what you thought. I think, it, I think what I think, I think it just spilled over, really, from the from – the, um, from the Illinois game, but you, you can give me a little bit about what you thought about it. No doubt, man. And, and and what I'm seeing now are parallels between these guys and how their season is going and, you know, our senior – our junior year, excuse me, uh, when we beat Evansville right. on the road, first road win, and that carried over into North Carolina State on the road. Then we got Kentucky. Like, you're seeing it right now. Like, you're building on yes. this momentum. And, mm-hmm. you know, this Michigan State team, we both knew, it was going to be very, very hard. You knew Izzo was going to do Izzo things. And right. we got ourselves in a hole early, and a lot of people were, here we go again. And, you know, we finally got some help. You know, whereas Illinois, it was pretty much the trace game and, you know, move on. And my man, Tamar Bates, jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Him, Trey oh Galloway. Boy. I mean – Mm-hmm. Trace was he was missing little bunnies in the beginning, so he kind of felt like man, maybe he was a little tired. Uh, he's got to be exhausted from the a couple of days before we're playing Illinois. So you know he really right. you know his teammates really really stepped up, and I thought that was a no complete doubt. team effort. Um, you know I know that they're down uh, Malik Hall, uh, but like I said in a couple previous episodes, man, like you don't get these opportunities very much. Like we're one of their nope. main players is out. And I think Michigan State right now is struggling to find out who their go-to guy is. So mm-hmm. a lot of the Big Ten is, you know, how you play a team and when you play a team. And we played them perfect timing. I think, you know, it could be a different story when we go to Breslin, but where it stands and with this three-game little streak that we're on, man, like that's a huge confidence builder to get Michigan State because, you know, for so long they dominated this league. And when you can get them – confidence is through the roof no doubt man I think we I think our confidence is high right now bro and I think um I think Izzo is Izzo you know you know what he's going to do I think coach Woody knew what he was going to do I think you know he played Trace a little bit one-on-one um you know obviously they got a little better guys that can guard him a little bit they was digging a little bit so I think that opened up some looks for um Tamar and boy, once he got it going, boy, well, you know how you know how it go in there, D. Once he, once that thing, once that thing start rolling like that, boy, you can. Hey, that rim looks real big in there, and I think I think he felt that. Um, that's good, man. I like when tomorrow aggressive like that. We need those. That, we, yes. You know what I'm saying? He can he can shoot the ball, bro. Anytime he got a clean look, I want him to shoot it. Let it go. Absolutely. Um, you know what I'm saying? I think he's one of those guys that can get his shot off. You know, a little a little better, a little easier than Miller and Miller Cop can. So I think. If Tam- if Tamar Bates is aggressive, like we like we like he was, we're gonna be fine. And shout out to Galloway. Galloway stepped up and made some threes as well. Yes, I listened to I listened to his old post game, and he was just like that was just kind of a pick your poison type, right? You know them type thing. You know what I'm right. saying? If you either you want Trace to go crazy, which he did against Illinois, or you won't. And I think, like I said, bro, we're a good team. I think everybody stepped up, and that, that's that's what happens at home. You know what I'm saying? So yep. maybe the game plan will be different next time we play them. 
but we definitely came out focused. And um, I think also, I think race race came back to the floor, which I Man, think that just helped shout us. out to race, baby. Shout out. That just <laughs> that just helped us. That just helped us. Like I don't know, it just helped our confidence a little bit. I think yeah, it was I mean, another. You know, you can you see know what it. I'm like, saying like another. You right, can you see can the see team. You, the team is just excited for him to just get back on the floor. It's like it's just no one doubt. more guy that you have, and he, he's a vet. Obviously, right. race his stat line, everything. You know his accolades. They speak for himself. But it's just like. That's your boy who, you know, could have had a serious injury. Thank God it wasn't. And he's rehabbed himself back to, you know, he didn't play a lot, played like four minutes, but like still it's like right. we're getting him back. And that just brings confidence to everybody. And, you know, with mm -hmm. the, the funny thing at the end of that game is if you look over at Izzo, Izzo, he's not in anybody's ear. He's just sitting back on the chair, which you usually never see Izzo do, but he just like, damn, like you said, pick your poison. And these guys are hitting us from everywhere. And it, that game shows so, you. Yes. <laughs> that game shows you that, like, you know what? If a Tamar Bates comes out with that type of mentality, where he's just, you know, he's gunning and he's knocking down shots, like it was. It's easy to see that when Trace is going to go against like a Sissoko, a guy who's a little bigger, like he's going to struggle a little bit. Like he needs a little bit of help. As soon as Tamar Bates mm -hmm. started knocking down shots, he ended up going for 30, 29, whatever it was. Yeah. No. No doubt. No doubt. And I think he got the help he needed, bro. Um, we shot the ball well from the free throw line. I know it's been one of our things we've been struggling with. I think we shot it almost 90%. Uh, guys made free throws. Guys stepped up and made uh, big shots, man. And that was that was just huge for us, bro. Um, I don't know, bro. I mean, we just we just getting better, bro. It's just we we just got a team that doesn't quit. Like I I love our fight, bro. And it's um I don't know, coach coach Woody Woody said it at the end. Like you know he's been a part of teams that just quit. Uh, we could have. This could have been. We could have lost these two games this, these last week easily. Easy. And nobody would have said nothing. But you know, people would have said something. But I don't want to say we were expected. We was probably. I don't know if we were a favorite to win. I think we was a favorite to win the um the Michigan State game. Yeah, Man, we could have. We, we could have folded the tent. Yeah. Right. We was yeah. a dog. We could have folded the tent, bro. And that that speaks volumes of what kind of team we have that um gonna stick together and keep fighting, man. So shout out to Coach Woody and those guys for getting those guys to respond. And I think I think that's what they're doing, bro. They're yeah, responding. Man. Shout out to Trace too, man. He what was he national player of the week? I mean, bro, big time <laughs> player of the week. I'm telling everybody, bro. 12, everybody asks me one in fifteen. I mean, what more do you man? Come on, man. <laughs> man, when people ask me about Trace, bro, as far as the next level, I tell them man, all the time, bro. Trace just have to be great at what he does, yeah. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. Don't worry about no shooting, no no threes. Don't worry about that. Just dominate. What you do, be great at what you do, star in what you do, and he's doing that, bro. And it's and it's excelling us. It's excelling him to the next level. And I don't Absolutely. know. I've seen some crazy about nobody's done what he's done as far as the numbers and the field goal percentage yeah. and stuff like that, bro. So he finished with thirty-one and fifteen, bro. Come on, in the Big Ten. <laughs> and then his post-game conference is, was: No one can guard me straight up. <laughs> Nobody can. That's real talk. See what I love, and you know he going back. And you know he get back to the left hand. You still can't do nothing about it. Absolutely. I was a guy when I was my junior year, my healthiest year, man. I loved to be in battles with Cody. I loved to just push people around. Loved Garden Solinger. Yeah. I don't know about Trace, man. I think Trace makes me look stupid in every way possible trying to guard that man. Bro, real talk. You know what he's going to do, but he's just so he's so quick on his feet. He gets up fast. And once he gets once he gets that thing going with that left hand, bro, it's over with. What man. can you do? 
What can you do? What what, what can you do, bro? So <laughs> that's a big time win for us, man. We're gonna move on a little bit to the next segment, which is our what's our scouting report, scouting report. We got um we got two we got two games coming up. Yeah. Uh we can't take them lightly. Obviously, we got two teams that are not just top of the big ten, so we can't just take them lightly. But um we go to Minnesota. Uh, you know how it is on the road. I think we need to go in there and just hit them in the mouth early, bro. Yeah. Um, if we take their, if we hit them in the mouth early and take their confidence away, I think we'll win that game. You know, in double digits. If we go in there and play around, um, guys will start making shots. They'll start feeling better. You know how it is, bro. These, yeah. These, they'll start feeling better. They'll start feeling like, hey, man, these guys are not that good. We can play. We can play with them. And then all of a sudden, you'll look up second half. It's a ball game. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the main thing going into Minnesota is putting our foot on their neck early. Absolutely. Uh, be ready to fight from the beginning. It's still a role atmosphere. Um, not sure what they got going on there. I know they've lost some games and stuff like that, but literally you can't think about that, bro. And I think that's what we got to go in there and do. No doubt. I think you got to treat these guys like they are the last team in the Big Ten. And like you said, man, mm-hmm. you can't play around because if this is a 8-7, 10-point game with 13 minutes to go – in the back of their minds, they're in it. And all it takes is a couple of threes. Oh, man. All it takes is a couple of no threes. No doubt. And one thing that mm-hmm. I'm going to look for this game, uh, because I was on staff recruiting, is Dawson Garcia. You know, from Minnesota, ended up not yep. choosing Indiana, going to North Carolina, having to come back to Minnesota. Right. So, you know, a guy like that, averaging, I'm not sure what he's averaging. I know he's playing really well this year. And he sees Indiana. I think he's averaging like 15. I think yeah. he's averaging like 15. Yeah. Something like that. You know, he sees good, good player. I've seen him play. Dawson's great. Man, he's going to want to – right. And no, no you're, you're, about to say had, you're about to say it. He's going to want to absolutely put it on these guys. No doubt about <laughs> it, bro. He's going to want to kill us, bro. I know he had – I think he had 28 against Ohio State. You know, he, so he's a guy that's very capable of of scoring. You know what I'm saying? So – and playing against Indiana, bro, he's going to want to come in and kill us, bro. You know that. So yeah. that's another thing we got to put an emphasis on. Um and we'll, we'll see how that game go. But I, I like our chances for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, maybe this is, you know, a lot of people might give me shit for this, but I love, love, love that Minnesota gym, man. That Nike ball. I bro, loved, you like that? I loved it, bro. That was one of the best shooting gyms I could have played in. For some reason, something bro, about that place. I that <laughs> It's old. You remember, Derek, you remember, you, remember, you remember when Jordan tried to dive and he dove off of the whole thing, bro? <laughs> off the platform. Always, bro. I don't know what our record was in there, but we had some battles in there with Trevor Mbakwe and them, man. It was physical in there. Yeah. Bro, it was good in there. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, but at the end of the day, you're right, Steve. Like, you come in there, send a message early in the game, get yourself up mm-hmm. like you were at Iowa, up 20, and just take care of business. Like, don't – Man, take care of it's – our, it's our chance to go on, what, four games? This will be another game. We'll be four games in, um, and we'll be ready. And it, we'll be ready. Like you said a little bit, too, it's like – you know, we've done so well in the last three games after coming off that three-game losing streak. You win three in a row, one of them being Ohio or uh, Michigan State, Illinois on the road. The last thing you can afford to do right now is lose to a Minnesota team. Can't. Can't do it. You give, it, you give your progress all back. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That's a loss that's going to – if we lose that game, bro, that's a loss we're gonna, that's going to hunt us as far as our seeding in the tournament as well as our seeding – in the Big Ten, you know what I'm yep. saying, as far as the tournament and stuff like that, bro. So we need to take care of business while we can. Um, it's a one in four team in their last five. We need to go in there and put the hammer down and do what we need to do. Hammer down, baby. <laughs> hammer no down, doubt. so you watch. 
No doubt. We're going in the – what we got next, bro? What we got after that? Ohio State? Ohio Talk State's struggling right now, man. They, uh, they're trying to find their way, too. They went to a – they had a uh, five-game skid before they took care of business against Iowa. And then last mm-hmm. night uh, got beat to Illinois um, on the road at Illinois. Um, I think that's a team, too, that, you know, they're 11-9 and nine now. They're still being talked about a, a, a tournament team. I've had this discussion with a couple of my buddies. Um, I don't see it, but at the end of the day, they have the players to go on a run since right, right. now they're trying to find their way. And if we, can, if we can get them while they're down, great, but that's, not, that's another team. If you take them lightly, I mean, they have a pro on that team. What's his name? Point guard. I think he's a pro. I really yeah. do. And, and he scores the ball at a high level. Obviously, Zed Key's been there for a while. It's a big body down there. And they've mm-hmm. got good pieces just right now. They're trying to figure it out, too. So, um, you know, hopefully we take care of business against Minnesota. But if we let Ohio State get on a run and, and uh, uh, take care of business against us, you know, who knows what happens with that team. No doubt, bro. I've always felt like teams, when they do get a win against us, they, they take off. You know what I'm saying? I swear. They finally hit this. I swear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, bro, Lenzel Swift go for 30 against us. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. guys just take off against us, bro. So we got to go in that band, focus on our game plan and do our thing, bro. And I think we're going to be all right. I know, they, like I said, that's going to be a real hungry team. Um, They got, they feel like they're playing for something. I know they're trying to get in the tournament. Nobody wants to. You know what I'm saying? The coach, nobody wants to not be in a tournament, so we can't go in there and take those guys lightly at all, at no, all. No, that's that's the last place. Because, you know, as, as soon as you look past that team, they'll beat you by 30 easy. Yeah, no easy. doubt, no doubt. And no they've doubt been in some it. battles. I mean, they lost a couple of games. They lost a heartbreaker against Purdue at the buzzer. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like they're a bad team. Their record just doesn't show how good they are. So. You know, that's, that oh, yeah. can be easily misstrewed. And the second you look at the record and not who's, who you're actually playing against is when you yeah. get beaten and embarrassed. No doubt. We can throw that record out the window when we play Ohio State. They're going to want to beat us. You know, they're going to want to beat us every time. No kidding. We're going to move a little bit. We're going to move a little bit, Dak. Move to the Word on the Campus segment. I heard you got a little special special thing for us. Cue that thing up, DJ. Oh, man, I do. <laughs> They know how to identify talent that works for them. Matt Painter knows what he wants. He knows who he is. He knows what Purdue's all about. And he gets guys that fits that. It's the you need us more than we need you approach. And that's the stuff that freaking works in college basketball. I will take a stance on this and say you could pay whoever you want. And I'd still beat you with these dudes. And and I think at some point we're going to learn that. It might be five years, ten years down the road after we waste all this money. But the reality is good teams win. So, see, the reason why I put that clip out there, uh, a couple of things. John Crispin, a little backstory. John Crispin's the announcer. Uh, that was played at the Minnesota versus Purdue game. And uh, about 14 minutes left in the clock, this clip comes on. And I, I knew I just had to clip it. If it wasn't just for our conversation, it's kind of just for any kid who's out there listening and, and has mm-hmm. dreams of, of, of playing college basketball, professional basketball, whatever it is. But I wanted to talk about that because there is so much hype on NIL. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is where, you know, shamefully, you know, I got to kind of plug Purdue a little bit because, you know, John Crispin's right. 
And the fact that, you know, you see all these kids and, you know, you see Twitter. I don't know if you saw this clip on Twitter about this third grade team in AAU doing all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing all, doing all the NBA celebrations and doing all that crazy stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I had a couple of kids come up to me in the gym uh, working out at LA Fitness. And they asked me, like, you know, we kind of want to pursue basketball. Do you have any advice for us? And it's kind of, you know, I'll kind of kind of repeat what you've been saying with Trace. It's like, you just got to be really, really good at what you do. And I think a lot of kids these days look at like, oh, man, if I go to this school, I'll make this amount of money. And I, oh, my God, did you see this $2 million offer? And Purdue kind of shatters all that. And, you know, this is my shout out to Purdue because he's right. man. I tried my ass off to recruit some of those kids to Indiana and was told numerous diff- numerous reasons of why they couldn't play at Indiana. And Matt Painter just has that thing rolling. And like John Crispin says, man, they you need us more than we need you. We're going to find mm-hmm. kids that that fit this program, that fit this type of offense that I like to run. And you're going to do it at a high level. And if you don't, Coach Painter has no problem going in and, and redshirting a freshman. He redshirted Trey Kaufman, who was – one of the best players in the state of Indiana a couple of years ago. I thought that was shocking, but he just didn't fit the mold yet. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think Painter is the guy who's kind of, you're looking at and you're saying like all these kids are, you know, especially you look at Kentucky, who knows what those guys are making at NIL and what conversation are they in right now? Mm-hmm. They're not in a lot of conversation. They're not, I don't even know if they're in a turning mix, but Purdue right. has these guys who doesn't, they have a guy, they don't have a Jaden Ivey anymore. They don't need a guy who's, needs the ball, you know, 30 shots a game. He just takes his pieces and he develops them really, really well. And now he's reaping the benefit. And I think that's what a little bit of our team needs to to go through too. It's like, you know, this isn't about making money, man. This is about coming to Indiana, being a really good player, using that platform to propel yourself into the business world, whatever world you're trying to get into and be Mm -hmm. really successful at doing that. And I just wanted to play mm-hmm. that clip. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that clip, but I just thought that yeah, clip my was thoughts are a little my thoughts a little sway a little bit because um, I think I don't necessarily think you should go for the money, um, but I think you obviously I like I do like guys being compensated. No doubt, you know what I'm saying. No doubt. I don't think you should go. I don't think you should pick the school that's going to all of a sudden. I don't think when you when you're breaking down your five. Okay, I don't think you should go well. This school pays me the most NIL money, so I'm going to go right. here. Right. You know, I don't think you should do that, but I also think you should, you know. But I also think kids should be getting some, getting some money. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. I don't think that should that should necessarily be the main thing, but it's a big thing, especially especially when it comes to, you know, your dynamic of your family and 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 those type of things. And we can go we can go deep into that, bro. But oh, that's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um. As far as the, the 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 Purdue situation, I think they got a very unique situation over there that not no everybody have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Painters did a great job at building his program. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't build teams; he has a program. You know what I'm right. saying? I think a lot right. of schools that that value the NIL so heavy, like they don't have a they don't really have a culture. They just they just build teams. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a year to year basis teams, and there's not some some right. teams are successful at, like that. Yeah. Um, Coach Cal has been successful like that. I'm not saying he don't have a program, but I'm just saying there's certain guys when you get in there, you know they're there for one year, bro. You're just building, you're just yeah. trying to build a team. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. And I think Painter's done a great job of building a program. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little, 
it's a little different in there. But at the same time, bro, I feel like it ain't always about the X and O's, baby. It's about the pros and the Joes, baby. You know, you gotta have, you gotta have the pros and the Joes, baby. I don't care what you write on that clipboard. I don't care what you do, Derek. We don't go to back to back Sweet Sixteens without the number two pick in the draft. And what Cody went five or whatever he went four. <laughs> you don't, you don't get there, bro. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you do, no matter what Coach Crane wrote on that clipboard, he was writing the same thing on there. Our freshman and sophomore year, we was getting right. our ass kicked. You know what I'm You're saying? Right. So right. it's a little different. It's a little difference in there, bro. Um, it's a little. So I'm a little biased. I'm a little. I sway a little bit with that. I, I understand what you're saying, though. I think Matt has done yeah. a great job at building his program, bro. It's a, it's a plug and play system, and you know, man, it's 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 been working for him. But he got the Edie train too. Now let's not get it twisted. Oh, I know. Edie is the biggest, most dominant motherfucker in college basketball right now. You know, <laughs> I know. Motherfucker be shooting like 14 for 20 and have 16 boards or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You so, don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell you know, me. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big part, right. man. I think that was a good that was a good segment right there. I think we yeah. hit that off pretty well, bro. So I think this concludes. And shout out to IU, man. Shout out to IU. I just saw, what was it, last week that Indiana's starting to put some names and numbers on the back of the jersey and the guys are getting some NIL money off of that. We, we doing that? that? We doing yeah, that? I saw they were doing their own. Xavier was pressing his own jersey on something. They're putting him up at the okay. TIS. Big time. Yeah. That's, that's big time. That's big yeah. time, man. So I'm happy for that. I love seeing names on the back of jerseys as well as I know Indiana City is all about the front of the jersey. But, hey, I'm repping my my family name too as well. You know what I'm saying? I think, that's hey, right. if I do something wrong, my name's going to be everywhere. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So it ain't just going right. to say Indiana. It's gonna, y'all going to be quick to put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to you, man. Shout out to the guys at New Amendment, bro. Um, you guys go follow us on all social media. On IG, CY205. On Twitter, CY205. Derek, what's your handle? D-Soul, D-S-O-L-32. All Come right, on, so man. that concludes our episode, man. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. We out. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.